Hey everybody, welcome to Wasting Our Twenties. I'm Junior. I'm Alex. And uh, if it's your first time here, man, we're just two brothers chatting about our ridiculous life and things that happen in it. Well, if only it's ridiculous, we might actually have more shit to talk about. Right. Well, if <laughs> it, it is pretty ridiculous, but you're correct. If it was more ridiculous, we would definitely have more shit to talk about. But with Danny, he keeps this podcast pretty full, so uh, keep churning out <laughs> the content, Danny. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if it wasn't for Danny, dude, what the fuck would we talk about most of the time? I have no idea, bro, but like I said, he just keeps giving us this comedy fucking gold that we can keep working with on a constant basis. Yeah, so Danny, our younger brother, is easily the most ridiculous person I've ever met in my life. He is easily a cartoon character. Like, he shouldn't exist in reality with the way he acts. <laughs> with our mom being <laughs> a close second with the shit she is. She is a close second. <laughs> She is a fucking cartoon character as well. Mom is a motherfucker. I'm telling you, our mom, we talk to our mom and we can't believe it. Like, I just have to, I have to talk to my mom for like 10 minutes at a time. Because any longer than that, that shit just blows my mind. Yeah, and and my favorite is that she has weird expressions because she doesn't like using profanity because she feels like it's not good to use it. Yeah, which so I don't my, know where the fuck she gets that from. I don't know, but one of my favorite things she says still to this day is mother chicken <laughs> when she gets mad. <laughs> She's like, you mother chicken. And we're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I'm out here laying eggs and shit. (laughs) Eggs of deceit and bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. Our mom's a motherfucker. So uh, she's taking her citizenship test. She's been a long-time resident. She finally decided to take the leap. Yeah, she decided to become a citizen of this great country. You know, 401k's coming up and shit. You know, you can't do that when it's just a resident. Is that true? That is that is true. You cannot collect a 401k as a resident. Well, then there you go. That explains why she's making <laughs> you, the move. You have to be a citizen. She's like, I got to be a citizen. It's not too late. Now, apparently, like, her 60-year-old, 62-year-old friend just passed her citizenship test. So she's like, fuck, how can she pass? And I, and I don't even try. She's like, I'm going to try. And I was like, mom, honestly, I don't know why that lady tried three more years. And she could have just got that shit for free. Well, you know, well, mom wants to try. Yeah, which we commend her on. Uh, so this leads into the fact that I am a horrible fucking test taker. And a horrible study partner. Horrible. Just just the worst, So man. to put this in perspective for you, my brother, Junior, has been trying to get his CDL in Texas, yeah. which requires a written test. Uh, three parts of the test. Multiple you, choice. Multiple choice. You get three tries for each test. So the first part passed, no problem. It was general knowledge, right? No, the first part was Texas CMV knowledge. I failed that two times and then passed it with an 80 at the end, which literally is the passing grade. So I barely passed that shit. The second test, I passed that one on the first try. The third one, I failed it the first time. And then I just passed it today. So, woo! Got my commercials learners permit, everybody. That's right. Hold for applause. Please, please. I'm not a god. That was all. No applause. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, when you take that many tries to get a test right, I mean, it's only eventually that you'll get it, especially with multiple choice. Fuck you. The anyway. odds were in your favor, literally. They yeah. were in your favor. May the odds ever be in my favor. There you go. I felt like Katniss Everdeen over there because I was like, I just like to thank Rue and my family. Anyway, so we we're helping our mother study for the citizenship test. And uh, one of the questions, I just have to show you guys how awful of a study partner he is. We're both uh, yesterday over dinner trying to help my mom study, ask her some questions. So the question comes up. What kind of economy does the United States have? Two answers. Capitalism, market. So my brother, in his infinite wisdom, decides to give my mom a hint. I just want to throw out, before he says what I said, or can I say it? No, because you said it wrong. Okay, well, I'll let you say it, but I just want to throw out, in my defense, I felt like this was a good hint. I just want to throw that out there. When I first said it in my mind, I was like, you know what's a good hint? What I'm about to say right now. So the hint was, to try to get her to get to capitalism, was the first letter of every sentence, mom. 
And I, who knew the answer was capitalism, was utterly confused. I'm like, what does that mean? The first letter in every sentence. I was like, there's no and, set first letter. What is he thinking of? And then and then my mom said, A? I was like, no, why would it be a letter? And then I was like, tell you what, mom. When you type a text, what happens to the first letter that you type? She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Then she said A again. Yeah, she said, Junior, hey, I don't get it. A, it's it. And then Junior was like, mom, the first letter you type in every sentence is not A. <laughs> <laughs> Sentences vary, unless you're Canadian, A. <laughs> and then and then finally, after thinking about I got what he was trying to say, he's like, oh, capital, capitalism. But I was like, that's a fucking stupid ass hit, man. I thought it was a good hit. I so mean, stupid, I have to leave off the S, dude. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> if you're hearing this, though, and you thought, man. I can see how he ended up at capital. You capitalize the first letter in a sentence. You capitalize in the first letter in a fucking text because it's auto-capitalized. Listen, I get what you were saying. I made the logical leap, but it was a fucking leap. I was like (laughs) Spider-Man leaving between buildings and shit. It was a logical progression. It was a crawl. But that shit was going to get her there eventually. Listen, the way the hints are supposed to work is supposed to be a logical progression. It's supposed to be next step up from that. Yeah. You just going. The first letter in every sentence. She, we were both like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I said it's about. so confident, too. Like, I was Alex Trebek on Jeopardy. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, he was like, and then she's supposed to say is, what is capitalism? Like, that's what he was waiting for. He was, And then he was looking at me and my mom like we were both stupid because we had just confused expressions on. We were like, what the fuck is he talking about? I was about? thinking in my head, I was like, I understand. Maybe, maybe my mom not getting it. She's been out of school a while, but I was appalled at Alex. I was like, how can you not know that we have a capitalist economy? I knew what it was. You just, <laughs> your hint threw me off. I was like, is there another word for it? What's he trying to say? I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Ruined it. I Ruined was like, it. the citizenship test designed to keep Mexicans out. I was like, I just figured it out. Yeah, I don't know, man. But, uh, I don't know why. My mom wanted to keep studying with me, though. Yeah, oh, but look, I don't know why. My mom also thought the answer to everything was Republican. Because we asked her, uh, what did I say? Uh... Oh, who's who's the leader of the executive branch or who is the executive branch? Some shit like that about the executive branch, which the correct answer being the president. Am I correct in that? Yeah. All right. And so I asked her the question and my hint was, who's Donald Trump? And her answer was Republican. To be fair, that hint, I can understand how you get to Republican. Versus Again, president. I understand how she got there. But as far as, I, I mean, that means that the executive branch is in, in its entirety Republican, Alex. <laughs> and it's not. It is not. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know, man. Shit was wild. But long story short, I suck at taking tests, and apparently I'm also a horrible study partner. Horrible. Now I see why you do so shit on tests, dude. I don't know, Your man. fucking brain pathways are fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. All that cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell Cocaine's of a drug. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, man. It's fucked up your brain pathways, dude. You have retarded ass fucking leaps and logic. You know what's crazy? I don't know how, but look, you know what's crazy? I still remember shit, but I go through like a weird ass. That, that's like, dude, uh, man, there used to be a TV show, man, where he was using a, what's, what's that shit called where you, uh, like you associate one thing with another to lead to a certain pathway, like I to mean, get to a certain answer. You know what I mean? Like you're like, uh. Uh, Margaret is my is my aunt. You have ants at a picnic. You know what I mean. So when you think like of her, you chart? think of you think of her as like picnic. You don't know what that is? No, I I don't know what that's called, but kind of like a flow chart where like it moves from bubble to bubble. Yeah, basically, and then you eventually remember something. It's like some people use it to remember people's names. You know what I mean? So like for you, like okay, Alexander, uh, Alexander, you'd be like okay, uh, Alexander the Great, Greek. 
yogurt. When I think of him, every time I see him, yogurt, bam, Alex. You see what I'm saying? Like some people do that. It's like a mnemonic, not a mnemonic device, but you know what I mean? Like you use like well, association. Well, mnemonic device is, is what it is. It's a thing to help you remember. But well, Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's got a certain word, so it's not actually like, it's not called mnemonic device. It's called something, man. Whatever the fuck it's it is. stupid. Whatever For it you. is, anyway, you you like get those connections and so, like, I don't know, man. My mnemonic device is fucked up. I have weird associations with things. You do. Yeah. Like, you'd probably look at Danny and be like, burrito. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's fat. He reminds me of a burrito. Burrito. Danny. But, no, I just think moron. Because <laughs> I look at him and I say, moron. And then where does the logical next conclusion go? Danny. <laughs> yeah, no, my, the, the way I remember things is very much more like, uh. I don't know. I actually don't think about how I remember things. I just do. I'm just better. I guess my brain is just better wired for tests because it's just like good at remembering shit. Yeah. It's like I can look at a date and then the date will remind me of like the event and the name. Yeah. Like I, that's why I've always been really good at history tests, especially because I'm date. just good at associating things together like that just from rote memorization. No idea why. It hasn't helped me at all, but except on tests when I was in high school. But, you know, other than that. That's pretty crazy. I don't know, man. I've never had anything even sort of kind of similar to that. But um No, we talked about this last time where uh where I have the same thing with like customers where I won't remember them or their names all the but time. But you remember the shit they bought or like But sometimes like I'll see the item number or I'll see their name just written down. I'll be like, I remember that item, I remember this customer. Yeah. I don't remember the face. I don't remember them personally, but I remember all of it just from seeing the name or the item information just written down. I don't know. But you know it's worth I can remember stuff in history without using a mnemonic device though. Well, not all of it, of course, but like some stuff. To me, I, I have, of course, I have an easier time remembering like interesting shit and stuff like that. Stuff that you find interesting. Correction. Yeah, we'll say that. Well, because I don't know. Well, you know about Alexander the Great, right? Actually, yeah. since we just brought him up, Macedonian. Yes. Okay. Yes, Alexander of Macedonia, poisoned with wine. Yes, but did you know actually when he was taking over all that stuff? Yeah, he was. Bucephalus was his horse. Huh? Bucephalus was his horse. I thought it was Persephone's. No, Persephone is a, a Greek god. Bucephalus is his horse. You are correct in that. Well, uh, anyway, yeah. Famously cut the Gorian knot in half. Did you know actually that uh, they, that he actually referred to his horse as his best friend? I believe that. Yeah. When they asked him, they were like, they're like, Alexander the Great, who is, who is your, your, closest, your closest friend and, you know, your most trusted advisor? And then he said a name and they were like... And everybody's like, who the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? And then he's like, it's my horse. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, your most trusted advisor and your best friend is a horse. Yeah, he but used yeah. to also wear an uh, eagle's feather yeah. uh, in his hair Yeah, to stand out on the battlefield. Yes, he did. But uh, the interesting thing I found about him, though, was during his uh, campaign when he was like, so he took over all of Greece first. Yep. Then he took on Persia. One Beat yep. Persia. Then he took over Egypt. Then he took over India. You know what I mean? Well, he was heading to India. He never made it past the mountains. Yeah. But did you know, actually, that uh, after he conquered Egypt and was on his way to India, more than like half his army just quit? I believe that. Yeah. And actually, did you know back then there was a there was a big thing? So look, in uh, Roman times, back in back in Rome, uh, during Roman the... Roman or Greek? It, no, I'm going back to Roman, but... Uh, that would have been after Greece. Yes. Yeah. So what happened was... The uh, you know how you had to do a mandatory ten years in the army? Yeah. Okay. So what people started doing to not have to go, you know, for a while they uh, people young men were actually cutting their thumbs off so they didn't have to go to war. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But then look, fucking uh, the 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 guys got hip to it and they were like, tell you what. 
people that keep because they kept saying that they were uh cutting them off in accidents that they were losing their thumbs accidentally so then they made a thing and they're like people that accidentally cut their thumbs off are accidentally gonna die and the the punishment if you accidentally lost your thumbs it was death so even if you really did accidentally lose your thumbs you you were set to die because if that was you were accidentally losing your thumbs to get out of military service yeah you know what else they used to do to make sure that you'd served out your full 10 years what's up they used to give you uh i think it was a brand first they would brand you with the symbol of the empire so the eagle with the spqrs yes uh senatus populus k romanus the senate of the people of rome and then they would burn your bars onto you and then when you hit 10 you could leave military service that's pretty fucking wild yeah, I mean, they had to make sure that you served out all your time. So, like, how do we make them serve? We literally fucking brand them with their service. Yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Just like, uh, man, you know what I always find really interesting as far as, like, war goes? Or really just, like, culture and shit? The Spartans, man. Because, if you, like, you really just look at their traditions, that shit is fucking wild, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, they're... The, the biggest thing is that they're, like, a mystical, almost, society, because... Yeah, when you think about it, everything that they do was, like, super mystified and, like, I think maybe over-glorified a bit. But, I mean, yeah. I still find it cool as shit. It is pretty cool, but, I mean, you wouldn't want to live there. <laughs> I guess it. Like, do you know, uh, do you know what happened at a Spartan wedding? What? So, look, if uh, a guy, you know what I'm saying, the, there there's a woman to be married, they're, they're to be betrothed or whatever, she would shave her head for her wedding day. Yeah. Uh adorn men's clothes they would sleep together and then he would be off to war and that was it like they had one night together that was the whole thing they would get married like i said you know consummate the marriage that night and then it was off to war the next day but she would shave her head and be dressed in in men's clothes like in men's uniform like she was a like she was a uh, a soldier but do you know why why so look apparently because a spartan he finds his, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term right now that I can't think of, like a battle buddy, you know, they're closer than he could ever be with anybody. So if uh, a Spartan male actually made his wife wear those clothes, it's because he trusted her a lot and he really actually cared for her. Ah. Yeah, because like I said, that's actually a great honor for women to, to adorn that interesting yeah right that's just crazy dude yeah i didn't know that yeah and actually did you know spartan women used to do everything that men did so look they would they would uh they would wrestle naked they would have races where they would be naked like for some reason i don't know why spartans did everything naked but because they said it would like uh toughen your skin and stuff like that you know what i mean because if you get cut while you're while you're naked you know what i'm saying that cut has to heal up Right. You know what I'm saying? So now that skin is tougher. Instead of where you're wearing all this stuff to keep you safe. Yeah. And then Make you're doing you weak. it. weak. Yeah, basically. And then if they saw you as weak and you were a baby, they would just leave you on a mountainside to die. And if you were strong, you would make it back to, to the village. You'd make it back to Sparta. You know what I'm saying? If you were strong. They even did that. You know, I thought they only did that to to males. They did that to to the to the women as well. But only if... They didn't do it like the same with boys. Boys, when they reached a certain age, they had to go out to the wilderness and only the strong came back. For women, it was only if you were perceived as basically like a crybaby. If you were a girl that cried a lot, they would send you out into the wilderness because they thought they, well, you know, you're a big ass crybaby. They knew nine times out of 10, you'd die. And if you did come back, you'd come back a better Spartan woman for it. I see. Shit's crazy, right? It is crazy, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I guess I, though, man, I, I find Spartan shit just like cool as, 
Oh, cool as all hell, man. I think that shit's cool as fuck. Yeah, like I said, you know, it's a culture that's interesting uh, because it's very different from our own. We don't grow up in a very war-like society. I mean, you can say whatever you want about the United States, how we're constantly in war. But, I mean, we're not like... Not like we don't Sparta. take young boys and we're like, you got to train. You got to wrestle almost the fucking death with another boy. Yeah, and if you don't want to, too. you get your ass beat by the fucking instructor. Yeah. Uh, you're literally left out in the wilderness to survive on your own or fucking die out there. Yeah, man. Shit is, uh, uh, shit is wild. Yeah, I mean, it's it's different. Um, so, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, people like to think about cause it's so different from what we're like used to on a like day to day basis and shit. Yeah. Just being like so wrapped up in being ready for war, being able to go off at a moment's notice and kill whoever the fuck you wanted. Yeah. Just like, did you know, it's actually a, it's a disgrace if you're a Spartan and you lose your shield. It's actually a sound, a sign of cowardice because they say only a coward would drop his shield. Mm. And actually for good luck, mothers used to tell their boys, they used to be like, Come come back with your shield on or come back on your shield. Because <clears throat> that's the only way you can come back. That's how big a part your shield was in Sparta. Because not only does it protect you, they had it to where it would extend so far past your elbow. You could actually protect your brother with it. You know what I mean? So yeah. for you to drop your shield is a sign of cowardice. Because now you have not only given up on yourself, but on your brothers as well. So if, if you lost your shield in battle... You couldn't come back. Yeah, so you, you better hope that, like, you got a real ex- good excuse. Like, they took my whole fucking arm. You know what's funny, though? They actually did a bit about that on uh, on the show that I watched. And the dude lost his shield, and he was, like, cowering behind a bush and shit. And he's like, hey, man, what happened to your shield? He's like, it's a really long story, you know what I'm saying? Don't want to bore you with the details. And he's like, it's cool, man, I got time. What's up? And he's like, well, tell you what, if you give me your shield, actually, I'll show you exactly what happened. So he's like, all right, yeah, cool, show me. So he gives the dude his shield, he just, like, runs off, and he's like, and he's like, I'll see you back at Sparta. And he's like, what the hell, man? He's like, you think you know a guy? And then he does it to somebody else that walks by, like some dude pops <laughs> up, and he's like, hey, man, what happened to your shield? And he's like, tell you what, give me your shield and I'll show you. <laughs> so, I was like, bro, that's fucked up. I was like, but that's funny though. But yeah, if you lost your shield, huge fucking disgrace apparently. You couldn't yeah. come back to Sparta. Yeah, yeah. they had something uh, similar in Rome actually with the with the standard, with the Legion standard. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, every time they went off to war, it was a great honor to be the person who bo- <clears throat> who had the flag of the Legion. So it would be the gold eagle on the top. Yeah. Uh, the symbol of Rome and then basically your Legion banner. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were actually legions disbanded for losing their banner in war. Really? Yeah, because basically that legion banner is the symbol of your legion and the symbol of Rome. So to lose that was a disgrace because they felt that the only way you could have lost it is if you were defeated and you retreated. Yeah. Because that meant that your banner was out there and you left it behind because you felt that your life was more important than what Rome and the legion stand for. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, so there were literally legions disbanded because they fucked up. And they God. and like they lost and they lost their banner and so the emperor out of anger was like this legion can be no more and so like that legion's gone like like le- I don't know which legions were actually disbanded but like legion nines like all of a sudden it's like eight ten eleven like they just that's God. no longer a legion God damn that's yeah I think wild. um famously the thirteenth legion which took which uh took Jerusalem for the <clears throat> Romans yeah I think in a later war they ended up losing their legion and they're disbanded but they were later um. But they were later made a legion again, the 13th Legion. Really? So how did yeah. they become a legion again if they were disbanded? A later emperor was like, we need a new uh, legion in the... Uh, oh, so he just Judea. added a different yeah. one. So it wasn't the same legion. It wasn't the same legion. It was like much, much later. Oh, okay. Like different emperor and stuff. That's crazy though, man. But yeah, because like I said, it, it's a very similar thing where it's like the only way you would have left this standard behind is if you lost in war and you retreated with your life. Yeah. So it's like you left behind the, the symbol of Rome, basically for your own life so you view yourself above the the 
uh, the Roman Empire, or I guess at the time would have been the Rome Republic. Yeah. You know what's fucked up, though? So, look, if you do come back, so, look, they said that, like, uh, there was only a couple, hand, like, handful of Spartans that came back, right, without yeah. their shield because they they had ran away or whatever, and so they abandoned all their brothers. Everybody died. So they came back, you know what I'm saying? They have no shield. Because even if they sent you if they sent you back as a messenger, of course you would still have your shield and your spear. You know what I mean? You're just right. a runner that's coming back to deliver the bad news or you know, come ask for help or whatever. Well, a, like this dude showed up or whatever. He showed up back to Sparta and he was like, uh they were like, "What happened?" And then he's like, "We were defeated, we were overrun, we lost, blah 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 blah." That shit happened. So then they were like, "Well, where's your shield?" You know, where's your spear? And he's like, I had to leave it back because I was trying to make a, a quick, you know, quick retreat. I was trying to move with haste and shit. Yeah. And then they were like, so you ran not because you were told because a Spartan would never drop his shield or his spear because it is his life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's an extension of you. Yeah. And they're like, so instead you dropped them of cowardice for fear because the enemy was on your tail. So you had to drop them to outrun them. And they stoned him to death. I believe that. Yeah. Chased him out of the city, right? Throwing rocks at him. And then it's just so, because they really didn't stone him to death, because of course he was a coward. He started running away from the fucking rocks. They just (laughs) happened to hit him in the back of the head and he fucking died. I would argue that's being stoned to death. I would argue that guy. I mean, that is being stoned to death, but what I'm saying is like... uh, uh, He was caught running, but still stoned to death. Well, because back then, you know, if you got stoned to death, well, what happened is people would throw stones at you as you're up against a cliff face, and then they would drop stones down upon you. There's nowhere for you to run. You're surrounded. Right. So you can't run. So telling he was just really ran out of town <laughs> and he just so happened to get hit with a lucky stone. I I would argue that the Or Spartan, an unlucky stone in his case. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the Spartan who threw it was like, yeah. <laughs> that is true, man. Like uh you wanna know another interesting fact? You know uh Queen Mary of Scots? Sure. I'll say yes. I don't know who that is. Anyway, okay, so yeah. look, people thought that uh she's often referred to as Queen Mary the First, but actually they're not the same person. Queen Mary of Scots was Was the, she the virgin queen? Yes, she was the the queen that uh ruled over Scotland. And then she married that French dude after uh okay, so look, she married this guy in Scotland, right? Married that dude, he died. She married an, a Frenchman, right? No, she, she married a British guy. British guy mysteriously blew up in a house fire. <laughs> That's a very specific cause of death. He blew up. How? Mm-hmm. He was on fire. No, but this is the thing. Though, like- no, this was the thing, though. He blew up in a house fire, but his body was found way the fuck far away from this thing. But burnt to a crisp. It turns out that there was a there was a plot with this man. Yeah. This man blew the fucking house up after he had already burned him to death. But that's how he said that he died. Right. And he said from the explosion, he was blown so far away. And everybody was like, I call bullshit. That's clearly not what the fuck happened. But the thing was, uh, Queen Mary of Scots married the guy that was accused of blowing up the fucking house. Right. So that's why they're like a uh, very super suspicious blowing up of a house. Because clearly it was it was to get rid of the husband so she could remarry this new dude. Right. Anyway, so she was famously beheaded, right? Because she had planned on overthrowing Queen Victoria. Anyway, so... Uh, during her execution, after they chopped her head off, the executioner picked her head up to show it to the crowd. Turns out she was bald. She wore a wig. Fucking picked the head up, right? And the she used to use like this paste to keep the head on. Yeah, the hair on. The, the hair on, so it wouldn't blow away. But clearly it wasn't meant to handle gravity pulling at the head. So when he held it up, the fucking head fell off, and he's just holding a wig. Everybody find out. Wouldn't that be embarrassing, bro? Not only now have you been beheaded, now everybody knows you're bald. I would argue that I feel like the getting beheaded part is like the worst it can get for you. I don't know, man. 
Because now I said, like I said, now you go down in history books like that. The bald headed executioned one. Yeah, no. Uh, well, the, the only reason why I ask that is because there's there's a lot of famous uh, women who've been statesmen, like Catherine the Great. Yes. Um, who supposedly who who was besmirched by a lot of propaganda that she supposedly lay with horses. Yeah. Um, but apparently, did you? I didn't know this. I found this out when I was taking world history that apparently a lot of this quote unquote virgin queens mm-hmm. or just uh, stateswomen in general. Yes. Actually used to have sex with um, other male heads of state because it's a very effective bargaining strategy, of, you know, because they get to lay with the queen for a night who's yeah. not their queen. Yeah. And, you know, it helps her with politics. So it's a win-win for both, but more for her. That's pretty cool, man. That's a hell of a bargaining tool. I'm telling you, women don't realize how much power they have in between their legs. <laughs> I'm telling like you, said, Allegedly. There's allegedly. No, there's no official record, but it has been rumored that... Uh, like I think it was one of the Queen Marys uh, later who the the colony of Virginia is named after yeah because she was the Virgin Queen because I think her husband died uh, like right after they were married so they never consummated marriage ah. and she never married for the rest of her life so she was called the Virgin Queen. You talking about uh, King Albert and Queen Victoria? I don't know. It was oh. like I said I I don't remember which queen. I think no, that's was, impossible. They had nine kids. Never mind. No, like I said, it was I think I'm pretty sure it was Mary because of Maryland, so it was Mary Land. Oh, okay. Cool. So I think it was about the same time. So it would have been a Queen Mary. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Hmm. That's pretty interesting, man. Like I said, interesting, uh, history is a motherfucker, dude. It is, but like I said, you, you, yeah, you got to find interesting things about it. Yeah. Like I said, I I don't remember, of course. I'm not no fucking... I'm not a historian or anything like that. You know what I mean? I can't... No, neither am I. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We can't just rattle off the history of everything. No, I just find uh, history... Like, the story of history just just absolutely fascinating. Yeah, shit's been uh, a while, Because of stuff that happened. Like, did you know, for instance, in uh, during the during the time of the Roman Empire, it was actually illegal for emperors to marry uh, actresses. Do you know why? I do not know why. Because actresses also doubled as prostitutes. Really? Yeah, so the way they would get money for their acting company, besides obviously acting, is they would also uh, sleep with uh, the patrons who came by to watch the plays. Motherfucker, you yeah, don't I mean, say. I mean, would you not sleep with a hot actress on stage who's acting? You could be like, I can hit that. I, I see what you're saying. That's like kind of like if Megan Fox was doing plays and she's like, a little bit of a rub and tug in the back, huh, boys? For the, for the play, of course. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, so actually, um, I believe it was Justinian. He changed the law because he wanted um, he wanted to marry an actress. He fell in love with her. Really? Yeah, and the and it was illegal for him to marry her. So the only way he could marry her was that he had to change the law. Well, yeah, he was actually famous for changing all of the. He basically he codified the Roman em- uh, law the laws of the Roman Empire um, into the Justinian reforms. He basically reformed the whole law. He updated the law because a lot of them were fucking ancient and fucking stupid from when emperors had taken over randomly and just put whatever laws they wanted on the books. That's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. So basically he like codified them like concisely and clearly. He, uh, he got rid of ones that don't make sense anymore because times have changed and he added new ones that make sense with the newer times. Yeah. Yeah. So he was known as like one of the, he was one of the last great emperors of, he was one of the few great emperors of Rome because of all that he did. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah, actually, uh, his wife, Theodora, um, she was famous because um, uh, Rome was being attacked. Yes. Uh, and uh, the enemies were basically at the gates. And okay. basically, all of uh, all of Justinian's advisors were like, we have to run. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they're coming here. They're going to break down the gates. You guys are going to be killed in all this. We got to leave. We'll have a fucking government in exile or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Well, Theodora famously said to all of them that, you know, uh, I believe purple is the noblest shroud, which she, which means she'd rather die an empress there with Justinian than fucking run away and live in exile. That makes sense. Yeah, so it convinced him and all the senators to stay, or him and all his advisors to stay till the end, and they fought and ended up winning. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> man, I'll tell you, man, that's like uh, this dude, man, uh, fuck, Count... Count something, man. Fuck me. Uh, maybe you can remember. It was like in 1718. He was captured. Uh, he led a rebellion with Scottish troops, and then he was locked up in the Tower of London. Anyway, he was a count, right? His wife came to see him with two handmaidens, and they were all covered like in black shroud and stuff like that, so they showed up or whatever. He famously escaped from the Tower of London by... They dressed him up as a woman and put him in a shroud, and she's like, the plan is... You know, the, the plan was or whatever to come in and disguise him as a woman and then take him out, hoping that nobody counted the handmaidens because no one would pay attention. So anyway, she sent the handmaidens out and, you know, him, of course, along with them and they escaped like that. She stayed back and had a conversation with herself pretending to be her husband. So that way he was still there. And she pretended to be her husband saying like, I need I want to be in solitude right now. Let me say my last prayers. You know what I mean? And then she's like, okay, you know, I love you, blah, blah, blah. I said, I had a whole fake conversation so the guard outside would hear it. She left the room and told the guard, like, all I ask, please, is that you let my husband finish his final prayers without being interrupted, you know, before he's hanged in the morning. Yeah. And so then the guards, you know what I'm saying, out of respect for the countess, were like, you know, we'll honor that. We won't we won't bother him at all for the night, which is how they got away because they didn't bother him because they thought he was saying his last prayers. So when they came in the morning for the execution, no one was there. All because they didn't count any handmaidens, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they changed security after that. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, a lot of people got out of a lot of sticky, sticky situations by uh, pretending to be women, like dressing up as women and running away. Actually, I have a pretty interesting thing that uh, it's kind of a left turn from here, but do you know why the post office was created? The post office? The post office. The, uh, the English post office. The English post office. No, I don't. Okay. So, what happened was uh, Queen Elizabeth, she was uh, she was uh, a Protestant. Yeah. Before her, the crown was Catholic. Yeah. But with her sister, Queen Mary, or half-sister, I think, or something like that. Anyway, so Queen Mary was Catholic, crown was Catholic. Queen Victoria came and brought Protestantism in. So, that happened. Uh people started plotting on killing her. So people used to write letters, of course, you know what I mean? Well, back then, you used to have to pay runners yeah. to run your mail from location to location. So the queen started a royal post service where for free, they would take your mail from place to place. And back then, runners only stayed in the same town. They never left that town. So she offered to, you know, take it, to other towns and stuff like that so people were like man hell yeah why don't why don't we do that shit so they did that they started using the royal post service well it turns out that her spy master general was the one that actually came up with that idea and him and his network of spies would pick up all the letters and read them all you know what i'm saying because you had to put where you lived at yeah. to send it and then they would find these traitors to the crown and, and kill them and that's why the uh, the Royal Post Office started in Britain, was that's to funny. find uh, Catholic spies looking to overthrow the Queen. You know, it's actually funny, is the complete opposite reason is why the Post Office was invented in the U.S. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
So during the uh, the American Revolution, um, there were a bunch of mothers who were concerned for their sons and where they were during the war, whether they were alive or anything. Yeah. And uh, basically, a lot of the uh, Benjamin Franklin's the one who founded it. He he wanted a way basically to keep them away because they kept basically coming and interrupting them while they were working on other things to find out about their sons, whether they're alive and all this. Got it. To come get reports about you know what's happening with them. Yeah. So he's like, we're gonna. We're going to take this mail to you and give you the news there so that way you don't have to come here anymore. We'll go to you. That's Just stay cool. home. <laughs> stay home, please. That's pretty cool. I tell yeah. you, man, history's a motherfucker. Most of the time, it's just to stop annoying ass shit. It's pretty fucked up, though. He's like, man, these women are just crying on my doorstep, interrupting me, trying to write the Constitution and shit. Yeah, that's like when you think about it. Like, back then, before the printing press was invented by, uh, fuck, what was his name? Uh, Johannesburg. Yeah, yeah. Johannes Gutenberg. Before he invented that shit... Uh, the Bible was replicated by monks yeah, who would by take vi- yeah who would take vows of silence until they finished the Bible yeah and each monk they said could only write an average of five pages a day. The printing press printed thirty five hundred a day. So when Johannes Gutenberg invented the printing press, you know they took the Bible rewriting away from the monks, and then you know the printing press started doing it. But that's pretty crazy, man. I'm telling you, from five pages a day to thirty five hundred. That's a pretty significant change. Well, you know, well, you not well. The big thing about those medieval Bibles is they were very ornate as well, because they weren't only copying; they're also doing drawings and stuff and designs all over the side. Yeah, like you ever see one of those medieval Bibles? Uh, yeah. Like they have like designs all around. Yeah, all like of the, the S pages. with the vines and shit and all that stuff. Yeah, um, very intricate. Yeah, well, I mean, they devoted their whole lives to it, basically. Yeah. I mean, you're, um, you're just sitting there being silent. Why not pass the time doing something? Yeah, you know, that's why they say that you can't trust a lot of those translations of the Bible, like exactly what they mean, um, because you have a lot of people copying it down by hand, you know. I don't know if you ever tried to transcribe something by hand from mm. something that's, that's written. I have. When I was learning Arabic, uh, I tried to transcribe the Quran. Shit is a uh, context versus a motherfucker, because Arabic means so much different shit. Yeah. But it's also just hard. You make a lot of mistakes. Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, it's, you know, especially if it's like a very complex language, like yeah. Latin, which the Bible used to be translated into, especially if it's not the language you speak. Yes. Um, it's very difficult. Like if it's not your first language. Yeah. I mean, even if you know it by heart, it's still hard to transcribe it. Yeah. Just because, you know, it's so many words. You know, people make mistakes. Of course. You know what the correct wording is, but, you know, you might, might accidentally skip over a word or something like that. Yeah, for sure, man. Now, uh... Fucking shit is wild, dude. So they actually talk about that too, right? Because before, uh, you know, newspapers, when they were first around, they were written by monks. Monks used to deliver news to everybody and they wrote it down, you know what I'm saying? Inside of big, like, uh, inside of big tomes, like books and shit like that. Yeah. And everybody would write different stuff because like there was a there was an account right that this dude was beheaded. So everybody, like uh, this one monk was telling everybody like, uh, this guy here was beheaded because it turns out he was a he was a self-proclaimed traitor. Two other people had the same account written, but it said that he was killed wrongfully and that he never admitted to being a traitor and that it was found out later that he never was a traitor. So, you know, uh, news from just different varying places didn't match. So what the monks started doing was they would start coming together and it was basically just majority wins. So like, even if it wasn't the truth, if majority of the books said one thing, that's what the fuck was history now. You know what I'm saying? So they got together like once a month to get everything together, get everything figured out, and then fix everything that's that's wrong, basically. 
And uh, like I said, a lot of misinformation, man. Because like I said, it's just basically what you hear. You're basically going because monks, you know, they live in monasteries. They're actually quite separated yeah. from regular society. So that's why I found it real funny. Like, how the fuck can monks write what's happening when they're hardly ever there? People just come give them news. You know what I mean? Yeah. One yeah. brother goes out, gets all the rumors that happen on the street, and then comes back, and they write it all down and all that shit. Like I said, man, it's just it. It's it's crazy how far fucking civilization has come from back then and how just crazy history is but you know what they say man uh what did napoleon say history is a bunch of lies agreed upon by everyone yeah napoleon yeah. bonaparte i believe that yeah, yeah. you know I what mean, they say man history goes uh history is written by the victors yeah i mean uh there's a there's a saying in chinese i think from the romance of the three kingdoms okay that uh the victor is king the loser's a bandit yeah. Uh, so basically, you know, when if you win a war like what the romance of the three kingdoms is, you know, basically three states plotting against each other to make one big country. You know, when you win, those other two guys were rebels. You know, yeah, who were fucking around doing God knows what to their citizens, and you yeah. were the benevolent king. Yeah, who, who came, came to in, save everyone? Came to save everyone. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like when people were like, uh, you know, uh, like the the the, the false kings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or shit like that. It makes you really just wonder, man. You're like, very real till you lose, and then all of a sudden you're abandoned and robber and rapist. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling you, life is a motherfucker, dog. Life is a motherfucker. Wow, this has actually been a pretty serious conversation. I think this is the most serious conversation we've had in a while, to be honest. Yeah, it's like 35 minutes of seriousness. Wow. Well, semi-seriousness. We've been joking a lot with it. Well, I mean, you know, we got to keep it interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the, the biggest thing about you is... Um, so my brother, he claims that he remembers history that he finds interesting. That's not exactly true. It takes him a couple tries to remember the history he finds interesting. Yes, I got to hear it a couple times. I don't get that shit off rip. Like, it's not off the first time I get it. Alex has probably told me the same couple things maybe three, four times before I finally just sink in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, I just don't... In I don't retain information very well. No, you don't. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, man. You know it's what I'm saying? a hell of a drug. <laughs> I'll, I'll blame it on that. I don't know. I don't know. My my fiance blames a lot of my actions on prison, prison and drugs. She's like, "Why?" Are you? She's like, "She's like, I don't get it." She's like, "Alex ain't like you. Your sister's not like you. Your brother's not like you." She's like, "Prison and drugs ruined you." I said, "Hold on now, that might be true." I don't. know. <laughs> it's probably true. I honestly don't know, man. Because I was like, you know what? We should probably ask them. Because I said, I honestly don't remember what I was like before prison. Like, I don't remember if I was always like this or. You were like you, but less. I think I give less of a fuck now. I will say that. Yeah. I'm not as concerned. Drugs would do that to you. when You you lose all your shame when you're behind a dumpster sucking no, dick. We're not going back to that. <laughs> I knew that's where you're going. We're not touching that again. You lose your shame when you're living behind a dumpster homeless because you'd rather be doing cocaine. That one is true. Yes. You lose your shame when you're literally sleeping on park benches getting chased away by police. No, no park benches. Uh, behind the dumpster, I did that. No park benches. Uh, used to crash at a lot of people's houses. Uh, ditch one time, but I was drunk. I was drunk and I fell in the ditch and I was too drunk to get out. Yeah, so I mean, you lose a lot of shame when you're basically that that rock bottom. Yeah, man. Rough life. Rough you life. You also lose a lot of, of my own causing. Yeah, you also lose a lot of shame when you're forced to bathe and shit in front of other men with yeah, absolutely no, no, nothing to block their sight from you. Nope. Lose no, a lot of shame. Nothing but a newspaper, which then everybody gets mad that you're reading the newspaper on the show. Like, come on, man. Everybody's got to read that. Like, I'm not wiping my ass with the newspaper, guys. <laughs> I just wanted some reading material here, man. Man, you'd be surprised how mad people get for you reading a newspaper on the shitter. It's like one of the most disrespectful things. Like, everybody has to read that. Like, I'm not wiping my ass with it. I'm just holding it. I tell you, it's, man, what the fuck, dude? I don't know. 
It makes you really wonder, though, because, again, going back to history, man, did you know, actually, at parties during Charles II reign, people, so they wouldn't miss a second of the dinner party and none of the conversation, they would literally just take heaping shits on the floor, so that way they never actually left the dining room. I don't know if that's true. I don't, like I said, it's said that it was very infamous to happen at Charles II's parties, but not when he was in Britain. Only when he went to France did they do that. He would what? go. He would go visit France, right? Throw these extravagant ass parties in these halls and shit, where people would let him stay while they're out of town, and he would notoriously have them just shit all over the place. And then he would have like peasants and servants clean that shit up afterwards. Oh my god, that's terrible. That's fucked up, is what. It is. But yeah, he was notorious for that shit, bro. Even Eventually, they quit letting him come to France to have party. <laughs> I would too. I'd be like, he shits on the floor every time. He brings his friends to shit, and they just shit everywhere. <laughs> it's like the dumb and dumber scene. It's on the walls. It's on the mirror. It's everywhere. It's like Bob Saget just coming there to clean. It's everywhere. Yeah, man. No, shit was raw, though, dude. I don't know, man. They say Charles II, though. Like, he was literally known as the party king. He used to throw these big, extravagant fucking parties, man. And, like everybody wanted to be invited and everybody wanted to go because it was just like it was the talk of the town man yeah that's also why they said he made the he made the crown go for broke damn near because all his extravagances but he did a lot though too though man he built a new observatory for uh fuck man i forgot he used to man the observatory in the tower of london but he built him a new one because it's actually did you know there's an infestation of ravens in the tower of london but it was said to be good luck to have all those ravens there. And the day and when there were no ravens there, like on days that there were no ravens, they took it as a bad omen. So then they would leave food for the ravens to stay. Yeah, so that way they would have they would be prosperous and stuff like that. Weren't the ravens because they were eating like the decomposing parts of all the people they executed? Yes. <laughs> but they thought it was a good thing. <laughs> they saw it as a good omen. Yeah, like, like I said, but the, the the dude of the observatory, his observatory was he was just on the roof. You know what I'm saying? There's no covers. <laughs> so he used to famously complain. One time, it was actually written down in the history books, bro. He was looking through his through his telescope. He thought he found a new planet. And Fucking he, bird uh, no, shit. No, he, he thought he found a new galaxy. Yes, bird <laughs> shit was smeared on his telescope. And, you know, it was so far away, he couldn't see it. So he got the king, he got King Charles II, and he told him, he said, I think I found a new galaxy. And he shows it to him, and he's like, man, that's amazing. And then he takes a better look at it, and he climbs he uh, he climbs up and looks at the, the lens of his telescope, bird shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, this is super funny, man. I don't know. I found that really hilarious. I was like, bro, you just told your king, like, man, hey, found a new galaxy, dog. This is me. But also, though, that's the reason that he famously got a new observatory is because King Charles II felt bad for him because he had bird shit smeared on his telescope. <laughs> I was like, man, dog. I said, it don't get no worse than that. <laughs> that's You're literally getting shitted on at your job. <laughs> that's rock bottom for uh, for someone who works in, for an astronomer. It's literal bird shit on your telescope <laughs> and nothing you can do about it because everyone else won't let you chase the fucking birds away. Hey, man, you got a fucking new observatory out of it. That's like uh, during Queen Victoria's reign, right? She had a she had a husband, King Albert. He built, God damn it, it's called the, the Great Exhibit. He funded the Great Exhibit. You know what I'm saying? Like he backed it and shit like that, got it built. They they were they had an infestation of uh, I want to say it was like, man, fuck, what was it? It was a small bird. They had an infestation of small birds in there, but the thing was all glass, so they couldn't shoot them down. So what they did was. Uh, one of King Albert's advisors had a bright idea and he's like, sir, 
hawks eat this animal. We should just let hawks loose in here, they and they'll eat the bird. <laughs> and then they were like, snakes and then eat after, the hawks. afterwards, what happened was they were like, you know what I just realized? Hawks are bigger than the birds that we had to chase out of here. <laughs> so now there are even bigger shits from the hawks being in there. So the great exhibit actually got shit on a lot, man, for quite a good while because of hawks. And then eventually they had to just wait for the hawks to die. They just enclosed them in there and killed them. Yeah, I think there's a Simpsons bit about that, uh, about invasive species, where uh, where I think it was mice or frogs came yeah. to an island. So they're like, well, snakes eat these frogs, and they had an infestation of snakes. They're like, well, these types of birds eat these snakes, and they brought these birds. And then like, well, uh, Komodo, or it was something ridiculous. Like, Komodo dragons eat these birds. So they fucking brought Komodo <laughs> dragons. like infested with all this, like, more and more dangerous shit. And they're like... <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, it was just ridiculous. But yeah, basically, they just kept escalating. That's funny. But yeah, that's basically what happened at the Great Exhibit, man. <laughs> Fucking, you know, it's crazy. Everybody hated King Albert till the Great Exhibit, and then that shit almost again made him be hated <laughs> because everybody was like, "God damn!" Because people, the people of London, they wanted that shit before they hated him. You know why though? So they hated him, right? He went to go visit. Uh, he went to go visit the troops, right? That were fighting. It turns out that people were getting infections and stuff from shaving on the battlefield. They would shave and, you know, it's dirty and stuff. People would get infestation from cuts, from razor cuts. So the officers stopped shaving. So that way they wouldn't get, you know, they realized like, hey, if we don't shave, we can't get these infections. So then they told the soldiers not to do it anymore. And that's actually how facial hair was popularized back then in the in the 1800s. I think it was like the 1860s that it got popularized, some shit like that. Anyway. And King Albert, he went down there to go visit them. He saw all these people with his facial hair. So then he brought that shit back. You know what I'm saying? And the soldiers that were coming back as well started bringing it back. So facial hair became popular. But at first, though, people would make fun of King Albert because he had a mustache. And they didn't know that, you know, this was a becoming a trend. So all these people were like, man, I I can't say. Well, the, the bit they did about it anyway, I doubt it exactly went like this. But they were like, man. I can't believe it. Look how stupid he looks. <laughs> so then they see these army generals. They're like, they're like, hey, let's go tell them about it. I bet they'll get a good laugh out of this. They're like, hey, generals, have you seen King Albert? Stupid. And then they turn around. They all have mustaches. <laughs> Musty. <Yeah. laughs> and they're like, what were you about to say? I said, how are you doing? Like, you think we're idiots? What the fuck? Like, we know you didn't say that. You were about to make fun of our mustaches, like our facial hair. And then it says why they grew out facial hair. And the King Albert was one of the first ones to hop on the trend. Interesting. Yeah. He was the first, uh, he was, he was a very fashionable king, Alex, apparently, with a mustache. Apparently. Apparently. But yeah, man, so that's just pretty crazy. But they said they hated him just because he was a, uh, and actually telling he wasn't King Albert, he was Prince Albert. And did you know Queen Victoria actually proposed to him? Yeah, well, because if you marry into the crown as a male, you're, uh, Prince, you're a prince regent or something like you're that. You're prince regent. You're not king. Yeah. Unless she would have died. Born as a king, you can't be married to a queen and become a king. Doesn't work that way. Exactly. So he was prince regent, and then he had a heart attack. And did you know they said that Queen Victoria was so in love with with Prince Albert that uh, she just stayed sad, man, for like forty years and refused to remarry. And then by the time she finally got over Prince Albert and was ready to be courted, she died like a week later. Yeah, it's why uh, the Victorian era, like in movies and shit, everyone's always wearing black because the queen was in mourning. So people, you can't be wearing bright colors and be like, I'm happy. It's like, the queen is sad. You better be fucking sad too. The the queen famously actually never, she wore black every day after that. Every day after Prince Albert died, she wore nothing but. Yeah, that's why the Victorian era is like all dark Dark clothing because everyone, because the country basically had to be in mourning because the queen was. Yep. 
You can't be happy and shit <laughs> when the queen is happy. <laughs> what do you mean when the queen ain't happy? When the queen ain't happy. Because then it's like, it's disrespectful. Because then it's like, you're basically saying, fuck yourself. I yeah. can be happy even though you're not. Do you, uh, do you know where the saying off with, your, off with their head came from? Alice in Wonderland. A Shakespearean quote, actually. I believe that. Yeah. Uh, apparently Shakespeare made up a lot of shit that people still use to this day. Like I said, off with off with his head is a phrase that that he made up. Did you know actually famously William Shakespeare uh he, he was in a bar, right? He was in a bar and he was hanging out with a couple people or whatever. Somebody bumped into him and he told the guy like, you know, excuse me, sir, you bumped into me. He's like, "So, what are you going to do about it?" And so Shakespeare was like, "I appreciate it if you didn't talk to me like that, blah 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 blah." And the dude was like, "You know what? I challenge you to a duel." And you know, when you're challenged to a duel, you get to pick what you duel with. He famously picked a duel of 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 insults. He said, "We're gonna, you know, basically just talk. We're just gonna insult each other." And then the dude had like basically like an insult battle with fucking Win- William Shakespeare. But you know, William Shakespeare is so goddamn eloquent with words. The shit he said, man. Apparently, like he he made up like three new insults just being in a duel with this man insulting him. Yeah. And they're actually insults that at the time became very popularized from that duel. I can't remember what it was to this day because, I mean, it wasn't that goddamn important. We don't say it now. Yeah. But, yeah, three famous insults came from William Shakespeare being in a word duel. Yeah, probably like, I bite my thumb at thee. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, God damn it. What are the two families that were in Romeo and Juliet? Uh, the Montague and the Capulet. There you go, you fucking Montague. <laughs> I bite my thumb at thee. Does thou bite that thumb at me? Oh, no, sir. And then I, that was a thing. I bite my thumb, but not at thee. <laughs> that was like, I was like, bro, what the fuck kind of insults are these? Yeah, it's well, it was the the biting your thumb at someone was the equivalent of a middle finger. Yeah, that's all. You know, that's exactly what I was gonna be. I was like, that's like, but the, the equivalent is this: I flip you off, right? And you're like, are you flipping me off? And I'm like, oh, I'm flipping someone off, but it ain't you, good sir. It's like sir. I'm flipping someone off, but I didn't say it was you. It's yeah. like, but is it me? <laughs> but it is in my direction, therefore it must be me, since no one else is here. And you're like, the fuck is happening right now? That whole beginning skit with that shit was wild. I was like, I know. what the fuck It's is funnier happening? once you understand what the fuck they're talking about. Because yeah. now you're like, why is he so mad over him biting his thumb? <laughs> yeah, but when, like I said, once you actually equate it to, bro, he's giving him the fucking finger, but saying, I'm not, like, hey, there is a middle finger here, but I'm not saying it's you. Well, no one else is here, so who's it for, bro? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, bro, I can have my finger here if I want to, dog. It's just, it's just wild. Actually, when you think about the, when you think about how people talk now, like Danny... I don't know, man. To make fun of him is so easy, bro, because the shit that he finds offensive is ridiculous. So one time, right, I told Danny, uh, because apparently right now this real popular douchebaggy drink is a White Claw. What is that? It's like an IPA. I don't know if you know what that is. That's a type of beer, isn't it? Basically, yeah. It's like a pale ale. It's at the... Fuck, I forgot what it stands for. It's something pale ale. Anyway, yeah, it's like a douchey beer. Anyway. Douchey beer. Yeah, douchey beer. Anyway, but... uh, Claw apparently is a thing right now is white claw, but you know people just call it uh, claw. So I was fucking with Danny one time, and I was like, "Do you even drink claw, brah?" And he was like, "He was like, I drink claw, brah, on jaw, brah." And I was like, (laughs) "And I was like, only douchebags drink white claw." And he was like, "Really hurt me right there, man." I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I was like," but he was like, like not serious, of course, because he doesn't drink fucking white claw. But I was like. How is that an insult now to somebody, bro? So it just makes you think about like where insults have really gotten, man. Now yeah. if you drink a dude's claw, you're fucked up, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't keep up with shit like that. I didn't even know White Claw was a thing, but I'm not a huge fan of beer, so I mean, it's not super surprising. Yeah, I don't understand, man. I don't know. I just found it out, actually, just from watching a fucking video online. I believe that. You're I, always I was, on TikTok and shit. Yeah, I was I was just out there clocking and whatnot, bruh. Yeah. But I was watching that, and, like, the funny part was, though, it's it started, it was a, oh, it was it was a douche douchebag frat episode number five and this dude like looks into the fridge and he's like somebody drank my club brah and so there's these two other guys at the house and he's like who drank my club brah and so then he's like he's like bruh i drank your claw he's like on jaw on jaw i drank your claw brah and then so look the third guy all of a sudden he goes to like that you know like uh like the real world camera where it's just him by himself and he's like honestly i drank his claw <laughs> I don't know why Jared is doing this. And then he's like, he's like, you messed up about the clock, brah. Do something, dog. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing here but me, you, and air, brah. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna get you, brah. And like, they just start going back. So the dude was like, honestly, I drank the white claw. I don't know why Jared <laughs> is doing this. I was, like, I was like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, he just dry told him he drank his claw when he did it for whatever reason. And hey. he found that shit. I don't know, bro. He just wanted to start some shit. Some super offensive shit. He's like, you can't touch my claw out here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was, man. He was super upset about that shit. He was willing to fight behind it. He was willing to fight behind not drinking someone's claw. Yeah, there's always been like weird douchebag things, though. Like people popping their collar has been equated as like a douchebag thing to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, backward baseball caps has been a douchebag thing to do. Chewing gum extra loudly with your collar popped and your hat backwards, or like that, uh, with with a super thin bat, uh, thin line douchebag beard. Yeah, I mean, you people even call it a douchebag beard. Yeah, that's literally. when when you have the pencil thin, uh, the douchebag beard. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> there's no other way to call it, man. It's the pencil thin line douchebag beard. Shit's wild, man. I and you know I wore a chi- I wore a chin strap for a while, which it wasn't pencil thin. It was pencil. But thin. Alex used to fuck with me and be like, "Get that pencil thin douchebag beard." And I'm like, "Dude, this is like a fat ass sharpie marker." It wasn't. It, it was, was a, man. It was a whole chin strap. It was. It wasn't. It was pretty thin. No, pretty it was, douchey. It was not. If you saw him, you'd been like, "He looks like he drinks." Claw. Says Alex, who wore the fucking seventies porn star mustache. First of all, it was seventies TV cop. <laughs> I would not have you besmirch it. I was basically, uh, what's his name? Tom Selleck. <laughs> Fuck you. Listen here, sir. Don't you ever compare that raggedy <laughs> thing you have on your upper lip to Tom Selleck. That man's mustache is beautiful, Alex. I was going for a very Tom Selleck look. One day it's going to be in the Hall of Fame, Alex. Tom Selleck won't be, but his mustache will. There you go. There you go. That's where my mustache ranked. Oh, is that where it ranked? Yeah, on the rankings. Sir, you you didn't even have a Freddie Mercury mustache. Your your mustache wasn't even that magnificent. It was it was pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Everyone looked at me like I was fucking crazy. They're like, "What the fuck happened on your face?" They're like, a cat, "It looks like a caterpillar died on your upper lip, and you're just leaving it there for later." I don't know. Everybody gave Alex hell about that goddamn mustache. Man. I don't know. A lot of my coworkers, but they're pretty young. They're like fresh out of high school and shit. They're like, yeah. "Bro, still can't grow you a mustache keep that, yet. bro." They're like, bro, the mustache, hilarious. You look like a cop, bro. Keep the mustache, bro. I'm like, okay. We should go get some white claws later, bro. <laughs> they don't actually talk like that, by that the was, way. That was the in next step. In case someone accidentally hears this at oh. work, you don't actually talk like that. I was that. about to go to your job just because I want to hear them talk to me. I want to just go up there and be like, sup, bro? Where's the, where's the electronic set, bro? I was going to do that only to piss you off. Go to an electronic store and be like, hey, where's the electronics at? It's the most fucking annoying question I get. <laughs> It's like going to your store and being like, where's the flooring at? It's like everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Literally everywhere. Man, I hate that shit. I'm telling you, dude, every time you just be like, yeah, yeah, my, my name's Ivan. How can I help you today? I'm looking for floor. I kind of guessed that when you came here. 
No, like I was guessing. Like, yeah, I'll be honest though. The weird ones are. I got a phone call the other day, right? So I get a phone call, and I'm like, nine nine seven floor store. How can I help you? My name's Ivan. And then they were like, yeah, uh, I was wondering if you guys still had the uh, tablecloths with the pizzas on it. I said, I'm sorry, what? And they were like, the uh, you know the tablecloth with the pizzas on it. It says here online that you guys only have a little bit left. And I was like, this is the 99 cent floor store, not the 99 cent store. And she's like, ah, so you don't have them. And I was like, what the fuck? Like you called the wrong place, man. Like, yeah, clearly called the wrong place. And she was like, okay, I'm sorry. Which, again, I understand if you're in a rush, you know what I mean? You just type in 99 cent store. We are like one of the top three searches that pops up. So, especially if you're in spring, you know what I'm saying? In, In the area that the store is at. So... Yeah. Get that SEO out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Got to. You know what I'm saying? Build up some clout. Anyway. Oh, man, dude. Uh, What else happened to me lately, man? Oh, went to the doctor today. Dropped off my semen sample. So that was pretty fun. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't at all. Fucking mom blocked me. So look, you know, mom always famously tells us how she goes to work at three in the morning. Three in the morning. Every morning. That's why she needs to sleep early. Yeah. That's why we can't be doing anything or having fun after 8 p.m. <laughs> it's because she needs to go to sleep and go to work. <laughs> so tell me why. I leave, I'm trying to leave the house at 6.45 this morning. Mom is still parked there. And I come back inside. I'm like, I'm like, mom. I have to go to the doctor, man. I have to leave right now because traffic and everything, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be yeah, late for my appointment. Like literally, semen is dying as we're speaking as it's in this cup. No, I'm going to tell you about that in a minute. But uh, I got to hear this story. So anyway, mom finally comes out there, 6.55, moves her truck out the way. I make it there with like two minutes to spare for my thing. Uh, I forgot to put a semen sample in the cup. So uh, I hurried up and went to the bathroom and just locked myself in a stall and uh jacked it in public you pervert not in public because technically public you went outside the stall into the hallway and you're like ooh, 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 ooh. no it, it wasn't like a hallway thing it was in the lab so it's a it's a one person bathroom and you lock the door mm. but apparently everyone had to use the bathroom today in the lab because <laughs> i kept getting freaked out so you know i'm trying to give myself some sort of imagery so i pull up some porn on my phone you know what i'm saying like any reg- regular red-blooded american would do so like I anyone up, would do by a- the way anyone yeah so i pull it up you know what i'm saying set it up or whatever and start jerking it all of a sudden i hear the door now that shit will throw you off faster than anything else <laughs> you thinking you're about to get busted because then you know you have that second of panic where you're like did i lock the door oh i have that when people come into this household i'm like ooh. <laughs> i'm like i know my door's locked but is it <laughs> I don't know, man. Shit's just, it sucked, though. I was like, fuck me, man. I said, this is the most awkward place I've ever had to masturbate. And then, so look, this was the thing. Uh, and I, I told my fiance this earlier because she was like, how did you do it? I said, honestly, I just started thinking about prison where I'm just surrounded by people that I had to do it anyway. And God. then I was like, and look, this is my thing. I told her, I said, I know that probably sounds weird as fuck. It does. And it she's does. like, I know what you meant. It's okay. I don't <laughs> like know what you mean. She was just like placating me. Like, it sounds like, You're like weird. you mean that you had to imagine being near dudes to get hard. No, get what off. I had to imagine was because like, you know, in, in jail, the way you do it is you got to be in the shower. And you know, everybody's up during the day because you can't shower at night. So you literally have to just face the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to face the wall. Well, this was before I went to single cells. Because when you're in a single man cell, you know what I'm saying? You just lock your door and just put a towel up, nigga. You're you're in your own personal jack suite. But <laughs> Jack suite. <laughs> that's what you call it. <laughs> He's in the jack suite's in. Don't really go bother until he checks out. Anyway, so, you know, when, when I was in a place where it was an open floor plan where you got, like, just 30, 32 bunks just all out in the open and it's a one person shower you would just face the wall you know what I'm saying you face the shower head 
and then you just, you know, handle your business. But everybody's around you, you know what I'm saying? People are taking a shit next to you. Other people are using the the, the sink next to you to wash their bowls. You got people shaving and shit. So it's like, clink, 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 you know, tapping out the razors. Just everything is happening to throw you off your game. And uh, that's literally what I thought about. I was like, fuck it. Don't Zone the guards in. also have to watch you shower? No, they don't have to watch you shower. No, no, no. They, you only... Uh, if you're in solitary, they have to watch you shower, which I had to do that as well. They have to watch you shower. Uh, also, though, like I said, if you're in, if you know you're, uh, if you're checked into Jack Sweet Inn, you know when you shower, that's the no-no place because there's a hundred shower heads. You better not be jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine someone in there going in? Ooh. I'm gonna let you know something right now. There was a crazy person that did that, and uh, he got whooped by like six naked dudes. Jesus Christ! Let me tell you something. You ain't never had your ass whooped to get your ass whooped by six naked dudes. <laughs> At least I'm assuming I've never had that happen. <laughs> but that's embarrassing because then when you fall, dicks are just swinging in your face while fists are hitting you right in the eye. Shit is horrible. I wouldn't want to be one of the six beating them up either. What if you slip? Then you're at dick level. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, oh, I caught myself. I don't I want my, my hand. Let me tell you something. Look, there's a rule. You know how like they tell you don't drop the soap? Yeah. So look, my first day at that jail, right? I was like, hey man, uh, how do the showers work here? I don't see no shower in here. He's like, oh, we got public showers. Shit happens at, you know, seven in the morning. Be ready. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, how many shower heads is it? And it's like, oh, it's a hundred, man. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? So me, you know, being goofy as all fuck, I'm like, what happens if you drop the soap? They're like, you should probably take about like four soap bars, break them in half. That we got eight pieces. I said, what the fuck? And look, I thought like, bro, why the fuck would you do that? Until, until one day, right? I only had one half a bar of soap. And I was like, I could shower with this. You know what I'm saying? I could shower with it and I'll be done. I went there. I dropped that half a bar or so. Before this, never did it, Alex. I had eight bars every time or a good amount. You know what I'm saying? This is the one time that I fucking forget to reload my soap stash. And God, did I pay for it. <laughs> I dropped it. Shower was over. <laughs> that was it. You just stood there and waited for the water to finish? No, because you have to. You push the button. It lasts for like 10 seconds. Oh. So I pushed the button. I saw the soap fell. I said, well, time to just get this soap off my body and we're done here. <laughs> and that's what happened. I was, I, it was over. And so, you know, then the, the worst part is people make you feel shitty about <laughs> it. Because, again, we just got there, right? <laughs> so then people see you leaving. And they're like, they're like, damn, man, you're taking off? Because you have to put your clothes in a separate section. Yeah. So you got to put it next to a bunch of people. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> people are leaving that see you that just got there. And they're like, they're like, damn, bro, you leaving already, man? And I'm like, yeah. Shit's rough. I wasn't that dirty. You know, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, Only, you weren't like, I had half a bar. Nah, I did tell them the truth. I was like, you know, I wasn't that dirty, man. And they're like, bro, have you seen where we live at? <laughs> you're <laughs> you're that, always dirty. You're that dirty, bro. And then they were like, they're like, what happened? I was like, I dropped my soap bar and uh, I only brought a half. And they were like, I can feel it, man. But nobody offered me that. <laughs> nobody offered me soap. They're just like, damn, that sucks to be you, man. <laughs> tapping, tapping the water out there, saying, I'll see you back at the dorm, dog. Like, God damn. Like, can't stand you. All right, man, see you at child, dog. Later. You working tomorrow? All right, man, I'll see you there. Yeah, man. My, plus, my sli- the good thing was, though, uh, eventually I ended up getting a job because I got fired from the kitchen. I got caught I got caught stealing some chicken patties, so I got fired from the kitchen. Why are you stealing chicken patties? Because them bitches go for a stamp of pizza, Alex, and I was on, I was on restriction. A nigga needed some money anyway, <laughs> but uh, stamps are money. Stamps go for 25 cents on the street, and at the store, it's 50 cents. So I would sell things for stamps, and you know I would sell it off for soups. 
Because mm-hmm. of, you know what I mean? Get you some money to eat. And if nobody wanted to buy my shit, I'd eat that shit. <laughs> and people would tell me too, they're like, because I'd be like, hey man, I got I got three for 50 cents. You know what I'm saying? I got three chicken patties, 50 cents. If then nobody want to buy none because everybody was broke or they were just being cheap bastards, I'm like, you know what? Fuck y'all. So then people were like, hey man, if you need help eating them, you know what I'm saying? I got you. I said, fuck you. I'll eat this for the next, for the next three meals. I said, you think you slick? And I did. <laughs> I'm a bad... Or like I would give them to my friends on purpose. I'd be like, hey, we're all eating tonight. What are we eating? Chicken patty. <laughs> and they're like, that's it? Like, that's all I got? Fuck you. <laughs> the market's slow right now. He's like, And then, you know, people would be like, oh, I got like two, three soups. I'm like, fuck it. We're making a spread. You bring the soups, I bring the chicken patties. So now I bring 10 chicken patties and they bring three soups. And there we go. Alex, eating like a king. And relative that, kings relative kings but anyway yeah so i got fired from the kitchen i got fired from the kitchen so i ended up having to work um it's third shift ssi so ssi is basically like a janitor but you clean up the whole unit so you go dorm to dorm and you basically like i'm, I'm scrubbing toilets and cleaning sinks mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but it was great man because it's the best thing to do to pass contraband like so uh let's say this alex you are in a dorm you want uh, contraband taken down to G dorm. I'm the nighttime SSI. So you would give me your contraband. You'd be like, Hey man, I need you to give these three soups to homeboy in 29 rack. I'm like, I got you, bro. And they give me two soups. And I'm like, where the rest of it at? And he's like, no, I just need you to take two soups. And I'm like, no, 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 but there's a fee for me to take this down there. Cause if I get caught, I get fired. You know what I'm saying? I'll get fired for free for now, buddy. So go ahead, cough something up. So I would make like two stamps per delivery. Depending on what you needed delivered and how much you needed delivered. So that was awesome. But the thing that sucked was though, I didn't go to work till 10 at night and then I didn't come fucking back till four in the morning. So that shit will fuck up your sleep schedule. So I, you know, like I said, I wake up at, I wake up at lunchtime. So lunch, well, it's not really late. Lunch is at fucking four in the afternoon. So I wake up at four in the afternoon to go eat and then get ready for work, go to work, come back, stay up till after pill window. Yeah, go to breakfast at four in the morning and then come back and go to sleep. And then I would just sleep through lunch because fuck lunch. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. When you're tired, let me tell you, when it comes to eating or sleep, sleep wins out, man. I'll take your word Every for fucking it. time. Especially like during the summer, man. That shit sucks, dude. Because you're fucking, it's hot during the middle of the day that you're sleeping. That shit blows. Oh, but anyway, the reason why I said I like working that job is because every day you finish your shift, you get to go shower. Well, there's only six of us that are nighttime SSIs, so now there's only six of us showering, so we can fi- we can shower very far apart from each yeah. other. Can you imagine showering there, and then someone comes up next to you like, hey, what's up? Let me tell you something. <laughs> that shit does happen sometimes with the weirdos. And you're like, the fuck are you doing? And you're like, oh, bro, I thought we had to, like, because, you know, when you shower regularly, you got to just fill out every head. And he's like, oh, bro, I thought we had to fill out every head. No, nigga, pull away from me. What's wrong with you? People are weird, man. I don't know what's wrong with people, dog. He's like, nah, man, I've been here a while. I thought this is just the way they did shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. People are just out of control sometimes, man. Yeah. Well, also, you know, it's a mix of that and uh, as well as like that comedy bit you you showed me the Mexicans got on boots. Yeah. Is that there's no there's rules, but there's no one to explain them at all, man. Like I said, you just got to really figure it out. And, you know, if you if you can ask questions, but you got to ask the right questions, because you ask the, if you ask the wrong questions, you're a cop. They sent you in here to figure us all out. That was, man, I'm telling you, man, uh, shit is just wild, dude. The shit you can be accused of that's offensive in jail. <laughs> you a cop? Like, like out here, somebody asks you, oh, you're a cop, man? That's pretty cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Real nice of you. <laughs> in there, you a cop? Fuck him, he's a cop. Which, let's be honest, the chances of somebody being a cop are very slim. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. You got jailhouse cops, like jailhouse snitches, that they'll tell on everything. Those suck. Those are the worst. Yeah, man. I was accused of being a snitch once. But this was the thing. I got caught with hooch, right? So hooch is, you know, jailhouse uh, alcohol. Yeah. So I was making some. I had all the stuff to make it. I had rotten fruit and, and a bunch of juice and candy in my locker. So they took it. So they took it. They pulled me into the into the office, right? And they're like, what is this? And I was like, that looks like soda. I was like, that looks like juice. I like juice. And they're like, candy? I said, got a sweet tooth. Might be diabetic, honestly. I don't know yet. Pro- should probably get that checked on. And then they're like, what about this rotten bag of fruit? I said, I don't know whose that is. And they're like, we found it in your locker. I said, sir, I have no lock on my locker. Anybody could have put that in there. I didn't even know that was in there. I appreciate you finding that. Thank you. If you could throw that away. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not giving them shit. They had me take my shirt off, look for tattoos and stuff like that. So, because, you know, fresh tattoos are also against the law. So take off my shirt, go through the whole rigmarole and shit like that. Anyway, I get back into the dorm. Later on, I get into it with an officer, right? Like, we get into, like, this full-on yelling match, and we're about to fight. I get caught for something else later on, so I have to go back down to that office that I was at earlier. Leave. That guard that I got into it with started telling people, like, man, that's fucked up how your homeboy's down there snitching. And I didn't know any of this was taking place, right? So they were like, oh, yeah, man, he's down there snitching. Yeah, man, he told on y'all. He said y'all got tattoo guns in here. You know what I'm saying? He said y'all in here smoking, blah, 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 blah. Like just gen- generalities he's speaking in. Yeah. So I get back. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go talk to, you know, the dudes I hang out with and shit like that. They're all back there talking amongst themselves. So I go back there and I'm like, hey, what's up, everybody? And they're like, hey, hold up. Just uh, just burn off real quick. You know what I'm saying? We're talking right now. And I said, oh, all right, cool. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking they talking about something private. So I leave or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no bugaboo. I go watch uh, ESPN in the front. I watch ESPN. They call me back there and I'm like, what's up? And they're like, hey, man. Old boy said you snitching. You know what I'm saying? You got 30 seconds. Plead your case. What's up? I said, I'm snitching. I said, nigga, I'm the one that's fucking up in here. Like, I they, at this time, they took away my parole. So I was like, I got no parole. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm fucking, I was like, I'm making hooch. You know what I'm saying? I got fresh tattoos on my goddamn body. You know what I'm saying? I'm smoking cigarettes in here. Like, bro, I'm fucking up. I'm the bi- I'm the biggest one fucking up. Why would I snitch? You know what I'm saying? I was like, worst they could do is throw me in the hole, bro. I can't lose my parole date. I don't have one. You know what I'm saying? I was like eight months from discharging. Some shit like that. Which is basically where you finish out your whole sentence. And so then I see that guard. And I, and like I said, I already lost my parole. So I told them, I said, I said, you think I'm going to I said, watch this shit. I go run up on that guard. And I was like, hey, man. I said, what the fuck I'm snitching on, bro? You know what I'm saying? Just charge him up and shit like that. I was ready to fight. So then my homeboy, the one that I like hung out with every day, he was like, hey, man, there's no way Boogie is snitching, dog. Because they're like, think about it. If he was snitching, like he was ready to fight that guard. You know what I'm saying? Because I called him a pussy. I called him everything but a child of God, Alex. And uh, yeah, man, like I said, so that's how that shit got squashed. But I was only ever accused once. And that's why, because a guard said something. Which is which sometimes guards, bro, they don't like you. They will say fucked up shit about you because they know inmates can take care of you. Like I said, though, but like I said, and I really wasn't snitching. Shit just turned out crazy, man. Like I said, luckily, though, they believe me. Because, like I said, even even though I was telling the truth, sometimes, bro, you don't get believed. Because there's not enough evidence for you or against you. So, they're like, rather be safe than sorry. And then they'll tell you later, too. Be like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? We just, we had to be sure. Because they just smash you out the dorm. They basically beat you up so bad that they have to move you out for your own safety. So, they move you somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And then they tell other people, like, hey, man, we really didn't know what happened. That we were just being precautious. So the next place you go to, they usually leave you alone unless, again, you start asking the wrong types of questions and you start looking suspicious again. 
Prison politics, man. Shit's wild, huh? Yeah, well, politics in general. Well, prison politics have the highest consequences. <laughs> yeah. That shit could cost you your life if you're not careful. Facts. Facts. Well, everybody, uh, I guess this is everything for us here at Wasting Our 20s. Again, follow us, like us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Wasting Our 20s. Uh, this is Junior. Uh, hold on, before we go. Oh. So, uh, so yeah, so the, the podcasts are shorter than what they usually will be in going in future. Uh, Junior had surgery if this yeah. is your first episode, so he's still not super comfortable sitting down for extended periods of time. Yes. So that's why we're cutting it short now. Yeah. Um, hopefully, as you know, time goes on, this will get longer and longer. Uh, we're also thinking about, we're also adding a little bit of music to this episode, so, you know, let him know what you think. Um, if you like it or not, you think it sounds whack. I'm not a huge fan of music on podcasts, whack. so I'm not a huge fan of it. Whack. That boy said whack like he's stuck in the 90s. That shit is whack, yo. Well, white man. After this, you, after this you're going to show me your MTV Cribs? What the fuck? I don't have a crib. We live in the same house. That's, oh, God damn it, Alex. All right, anyway. So, uh, so yeah. So, this is it for this episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm Junior. I'm Alex. Later. <laughs>